Welcome to Ghoul's Night Out with your hostesses, Brandy and Jody. Hello, beautiful ghouls. Welcome. This is Brandy. I'm here with my sister, Jody. Hello. So I have a stupid joke. Okay. What are two witches sharing an apartment? Oh, gosh. I don't know. Brewmates. Oh, <laughs> Stupid Halloween joke. Okay. Okay, so this week, I actually got, uh, it's from an article by Taylor Orth, and it is, they basically did a study to show what percentage of Americans believe in or have experienced certain paranormal acts. Mm-hmm. So I have a few stats and then I will have some stories that go along with it. So 37% of Americans say they've felt a presence or unknown energy. And the first one is I woke up immediately after my grandfather passed away and felt something was in the room with me. I saw what looked like heat waves hanging in the air beside the bed. Which I thought was strange. We had never had anything like yeah, that before. That's, that's weird. And then in the next one, it says, I was lying in bed in an old apartment I rented. I woke up and it felt like someone was on my chest. I tried to scream and it and it was like I didn't have a voice. Then all of a sudden, the weight was lifted and I found myself on the floor. I never slept in that room again. Hmm. I, I have never had an experience like that. I haven't either. Thank goodness. Yeah. Um, now, I've done the thing where I'm in a room, never in this house, but like at daddy's house. And it always happened when I was in the living room. Because you know how when you walk in the living room, your back is usually towards the, the doorway. Yeah. I always felt like there was someone behind me. Hmm. And when I'd look, there wasn't anybody there. Weird. Now, I always go back to when I saw that weird light in that living room. That w- It wasn't in the room, though, right? Yeah, it was in the room. Oh, you saw a weird light? Yeah, I, I came downstairs, and you know how when you, you come downstairs and you go, go around that corner, you don't actually see into the whole living room? Mm-hmm. Well, I looked that way, and... In the reflection of the fireplace, because the fireplace looks like a metal-y mm-hmm. type of material. And in the reflection, there was this bright, flashing light. Hmm. There was literally, literally nothing on the other side, like where it would have been coming from, except yeah. for the couch. Nothing. That's weird. Yeah. So, yeah, I saw a really bright light in the living room. I don't remember you ever telling me that. I I did. It was right after you moved out. Really? Mm-hmm. And we talked about it on the podcast. Oh. Huh. But yeah, it was really freaking weird. I it was it just like flashed a few times, and I was too scared to go in there to see what the fuck. Yeah, because it couldn't have been coming from a window because no. it doesn't face that way. No. The only thing facing that way is a wall. Yeah, and the couch. And my laptop was sitting on the coffee table that was right there, but it was literally, you know, it was open. So the back of it, 
and it wasn't on it was just open because mm-hmm. i hadn't been in there for a minute you know i was upstairs yeah so yeah i don't know what the fuck that was hmm. interesting yeah Okay, so next, 33% of Americans say they have heard unexplained sound or music. Uh, My mother and I would hear music and a baby crying in our old house. It was late at night. None of our neighbors were close enough to hear, and they didn't have babies. And next one, I heard a music box play on its own at the exact same time I felt the presence of a loved one. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, the only thing I can remember hearing is that girl crying outside. Which I have heard since you told that, that that is like not good. You What do you mean good in what way? Like, well, first of all, it's not good because <laughs> creepy. No, like, like that is most likely a demon. Oh. Like not good. Because it's very... A very vulnerable sound and Mm -hmm. people want to help and that's how they lure you outside i'm glad i didn't open the door that time i know (laughs) i know (laughs) that's still it still creeps me out because i remember i will never i walk in that whole house the perimeter the whole house looking and listening that is creepy that is totally creepy crazy okay like i said i thought it was someone at a different house and, you know, sound just carried or something. But yeah. there was, it was in the middle of the night. Nobody mm. was out. That was not human. There's no way. That is scary. Okay. 30% of Americans say they've smelled an unexplained odor. I often smell cigarette smoke and nobody in the house smokes, but my deceased mother-in-law did. Whenever I smell cigarettes, I believe she's vis- visiting us. That's nice, kind of. <laughs> and smelling the cologne of my mother, stepmother, and grandpa in my room after they died. Dreaming of them with realistic and current conversations. Hmm. I don't think I've ever smelled anything that... I don't think so either. I have smelled cigarette smoke, but it's when the next door neighbor is oh, smoking on his porch. And... That doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, 29% of Americans say they've heard the voice of someone who wasn't there. My husband and I heard and accidentally recorded a demonic voice in the stairwell of our house one evening in 2019. It was not water pipes nor an animal in the walls. This was a protracted, forcefully articulated sentence spoken in some language that made no sense. If I had been alone or even if we hadn't caught it on our nest cam... I would have probably doubted what I had heard, but we have the recording and it's still pretty chilling. Oh, I want to hear the recording. I know. And after my grandmother was killed in an automobile accident, I distinctly heard her voice telling me that she was okay and I shouldn't be upset about the details of how she died. Hmm. I've never heard anything, but we got that recording. Yeah. That's like same. I've never heard anything either, but that, that, what we caught was a voice. It had to, I mean, there wasn't. Yeah. It was a voice. Well, first of all, it caught your attention. Yeah. And you listen to that thing all the time. Right. And I speed it up so it doesn't take me all, all day. Yeah. So I noticed it, you know, it was distinct. I, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Creepy. 
Uh, 28% of Americans say they have felt an unexplained change in temperature. I was in a 100-year-old hotel in Brazil with abandoned floors that were accessible. As my friend and I explored, the temperature dropped and we saw orbs of light. And laying in bed at night, suddenly felt like someone was lying next to me. I felt a burst of cold air and a hand on my shoulder. No, thank you. Yeah, I've never felt that before. (laughs) I haven't either. I haven't felt any temperature or anything. Nothing significant that would, like, make me believe that. Mm -mm. Uh, Next one. 25% of Americans say they have seen lights or other devices turn on or off without explanation. When I was young, mom had a little girl ghost that moved house to house with us. One night, the ghost turned on lights and TVs all simultaneously. Mom and I unplugged everything, went back to bed. Not 15 minutes later, it all came back on. TVs were blaring. That is horrifying. Yes, it is. I have not experienced that. Me neither. And several encounters with ghosts, including one that turned on the burner on the gas stove while I watched the knob turn from five feet away. Holy shit. No, thank you. 22% of Americans say they have seen an object move without explanation. We purchased our home back in 2010. Within the first couple of weeks, we started hearing noises, things moved, and certain items disappeared. We, uh, the items usually came back after a few days, but sometimes it was weeks and months before items would reappear. I have seen our friends several times, shadows that have moved, etc. And there was an unusual incident in a restaurant where I worked involving objects moving where they weren't supposed to. That reminds me, have you listened to the latest um, Monsters Among Us? No. Okay. Well, there was a story on there. It was this woman who thought who said she had a ghost in her house and her of course her husband didn't believe her yeah and came up with any stupid explanation that he could think of well she said one day they were in the living room and they were sitting on the couch like kind of facing each other talking about it and she was trying to you know convince him that there was a ghost in their house And she said while she was talking behind her husband, there was a cart and it had, it was like one of those carts that had like about a one and one to two inch ledge around it. Okay. And she said on the, the cart was a vase and she had dried lavender in the vase. Well, while, while she's talking to him, she watches this vase lift up, pour out the lavender tip back up and sit back down in the on the cart and she when she told her husband to turn around and look he's like well there's a vent under what and she's like that's like not even possible (laughs) even if the vent was on full blast a forceful vent (laughs) if it was enough to knock over a vase it's not going to lift it up and then it go back down it's just not possible and of course that probably happened right behind her husband's head yeah yeah that's exactly what happened it's bullshit but she said afterwards she went to the bathroom and she's like thanks a lot (laughs) she's like next time why don't you do it where he can see you and she said she felt a little gust of wind (laughs) 
like it was like it did it on purpose or something. That's hilarious. Oh my god. Um, I have seen a teddy bear fly out of my daughter's room before. Mm. No explanation, like zero. I've I've tried everything. That is the craziest thing I think I've ever seen. Yeah. That was nuts. That would weird me out. Yeah. And it was like thrown, like thrown. Crazy. And I literally, I, no thought in my mind. I thought for sure she was in her room. Yeah. And she just threw a teddy bear out the door. Nope. She was in the kitchen. (laughs) I will never forget that. That's crazy. All right, 20% of Americans say they have seen doors open and close without explanation. I went to my friend's house. She reportedly had seen many ghosts in her house. She said they had slammed kitchen doors, and I agreed with her, although I had my doubts. Hours after I got there, we were sitting in the kitchen, and her covered door started opening and slamming shut. It was very scary. That is scary. That is scary. Uh, And there have been a couple of times when I was pet sitting at my grandma's and had the animals with me in the room and her doors and drawers being open and shut. Never seen anything like that. No. Thank goodness. Oh, actually, my my bathroom door was opened forcefully and I still have no idea how. Oh, yeah. And 19% of Americans say they have seen a spirit or ghost. This is only one of many paranormal experiences I've had. This happened 50 years ago and is something I will never forget. A friend's father passed away and I was spending the night at their home. I was apparently thirsty and woke up in the middle of the night to get a drink of water. When I sat up in bed, I saw the deceased man standing in the doorway of the room I was sleeping in. I turned to get a bathrobe at the foot of the bed and when I looked back, he was gone. What I learned the next day is I had been sleeping in his room. Hmm... And the last one, I used to see ghosts when I was little. My mom said when I was very young, she caught me in the kitchen trying to turn on burners. When she asked what I was doing, she said I told her a little girl told me to do it. She ended up taking the knobs off the burners for a while. I don't remember that, but vaguely remember being terrified of things I'd see at night when I was around four or five years old. Nope, I've never seen anything and I don't really want to. Me too. Okay, this week I did... Creepiest things kids have told their parents. These are usually great. Yeah. All right. I was tucking in my two-year-old. He said, goodbye, Dad. I said, no, we say goodnight. He said, I know, but this time it's goodbye. Had to check on him a few times to make sure he was still there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My daughter would say Spanish curse words in her sleep in a Tony from the Shining voice when she was five. She didn't know how to speak Spanish when she was awake. What? And you remember his voice in The Shining? I literally just watched that last weekend. Did you? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I wake up to find my three-year-old standing by the bed, staring at me inches inches from me with a huge grin on his face. (laughs) He just stares and grins. What are you doing? I finally say. Nothing. Still grinning. At this point, I realize he's got his hands behind his back. Are you holding something? No. I look anyway. He's hiding our largest carving knife behind his back. What? What the fuck is wrong with these kids? Oh, my God. That is scary. That is creepy. I got my little sister a puppy over Christmas break. We waited till she was asleep, then went to pick up the puppy. 
So the next day she woke up and when she saw the dog, instead of going all googly-eyed and happy, she said, My baby, it's not time for you yet. And tried to pick up the dog and shove it in her mouth. What? <laughs> what the fuck? Why are these people publishing these things about their weird kids? <laughs> I don't know. That is what? That's crazy. Grilled up some hamburgers for my kids and some of their friends who were spending the night. My seven-year-old daughter ate two burgers. I was surprised she was able to eat that much and said, Wow, you ate two hamburgers. I think softball game tomorrow. I don't don't know what that means. To which she replied, No, it means my penis is going to be bigger than yours. (laughs) (laughs) That was a weird one. That was... They're all weird. What? <laughs> that one was funny, but weird. Can you cut someone's tongue off without killing them? Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> my brother grew up being terrified of water. I'm four years older than him, and during the nightly battle for bath time when he was about three or four, I asked him why he is so scared of water. Being a water baby, as my mom put it, I just didn't understand. He looked at me, and I remember this word for word. I was in a big, unsinkable ship. We hit the biggest iceberg, and then it was really busy, and then I got really cold and wet. Got cold and wet. I went to a warm, bright place and waited until my next family came. My mom heard it all and decided bath time was over. Creepy thing is, my brother was born April 15th, 1992. The Titanic sunk April 15th, 1912. That's crazy. I got chills on that I did one. too. Holy shit. He was six going on seven, and we had this thing where I would hold him down and pretend to eat his face, <laughs> insert nom 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 sounds, <laughs> and he would always respond with stop it and laughter. Well, this day, everything is going as usual, and when I get up, he says, I'll never eat your face, pappy. I'll cut it off and wear it as a mask. <gasps> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's creepy. (laughs) My son says, Dad, do you lose weight if you get rid of those things inside your back? Me, what things? Son, the rabbits with no hair or eyes. What? (laughs) What the fuck? So he apparently has, like, rabbits with no hair or eyes clinging to his back. And he wants to get rid of them? Yep. Oh, my God. My first son at three years old, as he was falling asleep in the car, last time I died in a fire, I almost drove off the road. Holy shit. My son, about six, asked my mother to lay down on her stomach. Then he sat on her butt and started bouncing up and down and proclaimed, Thanks, Discovery Channel. (laughs) What? Ew! Oh my god! I would die. I would die. Oh my god! That's horrible. (laughs) My daughter said to me that, that there is a woman who watches her watch movies in her room and sleeps on the ceiling above her bed when she's when she sleeps. She also says it does not like me. And wants to eat my heart. 
god. My kid watches Elmo and fucking Dinosaur Train. Where in the <laughs> hell did she get this from? Oh my gosh. Because there's a thing in your house. Get yeah, out. Yeah, that apparently sleeps on the ceiling. And it doesn't like you. Ugh. Oh my god. When I was young, my mom caught me putting toys on the stairs. When she asked me why I was doing that, I said, so daddy can slip and fall. Aw, so nice. So rude. <laughs> what the fuck? My three-year-old daughter stood next to her newborn brother and looked at him for a while, then turned and looked at me and said, Daddy, it's a monster. We, sh- we should bury it. Oh. Oh, my. That was mean. <laughs> there's, thing, there's a thing called a cricket bat. It kills. It just kills. All it does is kill. It wakes up and it kills and kills and kills. Then it sleeps. Then it wakes up and kills some more until it dies. A three-year-old girl. Oh my gosh. What? Creepy kids. Yes. When my daughter was three, one day she said to me, Don't you remember, Mommy? Before, when you were the daughter and I was the mother, they came and chopped up, chopped all our heads off. Oh my god. Chop, 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 chop. <laughs> The whole village, she made vicious chopping motions every time she said the word chop. I was so taken aback, all I could think to say was, Fortunately, sweetheart, I don't remember the head chopping. Her response was, Well, it happened, and I remember it really well. Oh my gosh. That's horrifying. Yeah. (laughs) Holy shit. Driving home the other day, we were talking about girlfriends, and I told my daughter that my son was only six years old and therefore didn't fancy anyone. He then piped up with, yes, I do. I fancy old ladies. Oh. Especially if they're dead. What? What the fuck does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) My son is three, and we were walking downtown. When we walked by the Scientology building, he pointed to the stairs leading to the second floor and said... Let's go up there, Daddy. I said, why? What's up there? He looks up at me and says, not people. I said, what? (laughs) And he just says, not people, Daddy. Ooh, weird. Ew. Are they aliens? I don't know. My eyes smell of death, said my gorgeous eight-year-old daughter. (laughs) My three-year-old son generally has a happy-go-lucky attitude, so this was pretty odd. Sometimes when he's cuddling with his mommy, he'll say very seriously, Mom, I promise I won't ever chew your bones. I promise. Absolutely no idea where he got this. Weird. You think he's part of the Donner Party? I don't know. Maybe. Creepy. A few years ago, I was back in my hometown for a friend's funeral. He had fallen asleep at the wheel and hit a tree. Mm. For some, I don't know, some reason or another, as they neared the tree, my daughter sat bolt upright and screamed, No, no, you're going to hit him. There was no one on the road or in eyesight. I got chills when my sister told me this. Hmm. Did that make any sense at all? Well, I think we missed a little part. Yeah, it's not on there. Mm-hmm. When my youngest daughter was three, I went into her room at bedtime to tuck her in. I walked up to her bed and noticed that the floor was wet. I asked her why the floor was wet, and she told me, I was spitting at the fog people. It makes them go away. She did this numerous times, scared the shit out of me. Fog people? Fog people. Creepy, what? Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
When my son was about four or five, we were in the toilet before his bedtime and he was brushing his teeth. He dropped his toothbrush and I picked it up for him. And when my eyes met him, he just stared at me and said, Dad, why does that man have a knife? And pointed behind me. Quickest 180 I've ever fucking done. (laughs) That's so creepy. And my last one. Dad, I don't like pizza. (laughs) (laughs) That is the scariest. That is super scary. (laughs) Okay, I also did scary stories. First one, in the house I grew up in, every few weeks I'd see a woman in white walk down the hallway. I always had some explanation as to what it could be and never told anyone about it. Years later, after my brother and I both left the home, he asked if I had seen her. I still remember every detail, and it still gives me chills. That is creepy when you have validation like that. Mm -hmm. No. Because he's right. You can totally just, like, brush it off and be like, oh, I'm tired. You know what I mean? (laughs) But then if your sibling... Next one, when my son was two, I had a terrible dream that he had died and that I was unable to cope with it and had broken down and just sat in his little red wagon out in the backyard all day. I woke up sobbing and then the phone rang next to the bed. It was my best friend calling to make sure I was okay. She had a terrible dream that my son had died and I had a breakdown and she kept trying to get me out of his little red wagon. For the record, that was many years ago and my son is doing fine, but it freaked us both out. Yeah. Yeah. What that would fuck? freak me out too. How is that possible? That is so crazy. Just makes me wonder if we're all really linked somehow. Uh huh. We just don't understand it. Yep. Next one. I was 23 years old. I just moved to a new state to start a new job fresh from college. I was psyched. This was my first apartment. I did all kinds of research about the neighborhood so I wouldn't end up someplace scary, and I felt good about myself. Arrived on a Wednesday, did personal inspections of apartments Thursday, moved on Friday, first day of work on Monday. On the next Wednesday, I'm lying in bed when there is a loud commotion in the living room. It sounds like my furniture is being thrown around. I reach out, and my cat is safe beside me. I'm not an idiot. I'm not going in that living room. (laughs) I sit up in bed until dawn. My cat is completely chill. The noises finally stop and there is light. I went into the living room and nothing. It's fine. Not Not an unpacked box out of place. I turned and walked into the bathroom. Blood. Dried, brown, and streaked as if someone had smeared it with their fingers all over the white countertop. Nothing on the ceiling, floor, walls, or mirror. Just the counter. What the fuck? And the cat didn't move with all that noise coming on? Just totally chill. Ooh, that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah, because if you can't depend on your animals to... Exactly. Oh, my God. You think it's all in your head. Ooh, creepy. Next one, when I was around 10, I followed my stepfather to his house during the seventh month Hungry Ghost Festival. We were waiting for a lift on the first floor, and there was a CCTV monitor that rotates between the camera at the first floor and the first lift and the second one. What really spooked me out was on the monitor that displayed, that was on the second lift, there was an old man in it slouching really badly. Didn't really give much attention to him. 
Monitor switches to the first floor camera, followed by the first lift. The CCTV monitor switched back to the second lift's camera, and poof, the old man is gone. What was scary was that none of the lifts stopped at any other levels. The two lifts were descending to the first floor and did. Meaning nobody was on them. Hmm. Who do you see all hunched over and creepy in an elevator? Next one, heard my two-year-old daughter cry out in the bedroom. Get up, walk in. It's dark in the bedroom, so all I see is shadows and silhouettes. I see her sitting in bed. Think, gosh, she's getting tall. Then the silhouette suddenly flew up into the ceiling. Rush over to the bed. My daughter is asleep, curled up in a ball, as far away on the other side of her cot as possible. On the side she never slept on before and hasn't since. I have no idea what I saw. What the fuck? I don't know. That gave me chills. Next one. This is a 100% true story and definitely the scariest thing that's ever happened in my life so far. Back in the summer when I was between 6th and 7th grades, I was biking back home from a girl's house. She lived roughly 8 blocks away, so biking home late was a norm. It was around 11 at night. Biking home, enjoying the warm, misty night, I turned down the block in the direction of my home. My nose was assaulted by the stench of death and old. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Not unlike the smell of a really unclean hospice center. This particular block has a nice one-story brick house with three low trees in the front yard. In the middle tree was an old man in a jacket, jeans, and blue cap hanging in the crook of the tree. I stopped my bike and stared. The old man croaked and moaned. Thus, I promptly sped off home, freaked out, and hid in my bed. A week later, I happened to cross in front of the same house during the day. There was a nice young girl and the same old man putting groceries into the house. I slammed on my brakes and asked her if the fellow was okay. I explained what I saw and confirmed that the smell was the exact same. This gal was the old man's daughter taking care of him and living with him. By her account, he has never been out at night, never owned or owns a blue hat, and to please leave. Not another week later, I fell, he fell off the ladder into the tree and was hanged, wearing a brand new black or blue hat. Super what the fuck, but I can't explain it. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. That's creepy. They saw the future, right? Yeah. Next one, I was working on a summer job at a retirement home doing small jobs like mowing the grass and painting. One day, I was painting the upstairs hallway. It was a warm day with no AC, and I felt quite warm. The hallway had doors to the residents' rooms on either side, like a typical apartment hallway, and I was alone as most of the residents were in the common areas. But after painting for about 30 minutes... I felt a really strange chill hit me. It was like nothing I'd ever felt before. It was like nothing I can even describe, but the weirdest part is that it seemed to compel me to walk down the hall. I didn't even think. I just walked, guided by some something to a door open just a crack. Only that door. I looked through and saw a lady lying in her bed. I didn't want to disturb her, so I backed away, shook off the feeling, and got back to painting. About 10 minutes later, a nurse went into the same room, then quickly exited. Minutes later, the doctor arrived, and I was told the lady was very sick and had just died. I don't believe in ghosts or the afterlife, but I cannot explain. Hmm. 
Maybe she was like, hey, um, help. Yeah. <laughs> Next one. During my senior year of high school, I developed feelings for a girl in my class named Lexi. We hit it off and were always talking and flirting, but never anything more serious. We went to homecoming together that year. I've always been very shy while she was always very outgoing and an amazing dancer. That night was more or less our climax as we danced close and almost kissed, but nothing more than that. She ended up dating another guy instead of me, and I became pretty depressed about missing my shot. I felt a grudge against her for a while, but eventually made my peace with her and we became friends again. A few years after high school, she developed cancer. I reached out to her and offered my support, and she was appreciative of it. A few months later, she passed away. I attended the funeral and also made my peace with the guy she had dated instead of me. Her death hit me pretty hard as I saw her as being put into my life for a specific reason. I would visit her grave every so often to try and keep her in mind and found it to be comforting. Fast forward a few years and I was going through some pretty bad stuff with an ex. We had just broken up after a long and complicated relationship. I was pretty distraught and found myself driving around 3 a.m., 3.30 a.m. The only place I could think of to go was Lexi's grave. The cemetery was obviously closed, so I parked in a, at a nearby park and walked over and hopped the fence. I only needed to sit and think and be alone, so that's what I did. I was sitting for a while, probably about 30 minutes, when I felt something behind me. I turned around, and it was as if I was transported back to homecoming senior year. It wasn't just a memory or a flashback, though. I was suddenly there, at homecoming, sitting at our table. I could smell the food, feel the chair under me, have the lights from the dance floor hitting my eyes. Lexi walked up to me, took my hand, and asked me, Are you going to sit on the sidelines all night, or are you going to dance? This exact same interaction happened at homecoming that night when I was too afraid to make an ass of myself by dancing and just stayed at the table. Uh, I felt her hand pulling me from the chair and walking me to the dance floor where we started dancing. I must have stayed in that dream, trance, or vision for a good while until I felt my phone in my pocket buzzing with a notification. Then it hit me that in high school I didn't have a cell phone. I checked my phone, looked up, and I was back in the cemetery. Not sure exactly what happened that night, but it felt so real. I've had pretty vivid dreams in the past, but nothing to the extent that I could smell the perfume that a person was wearing or feel the music pounding in my chest. Hmm. That's interesting. That is interesting. And my last one. My mom and I were living in a small house in Laguna Beach back in the early 80s. My mom was out of town and I was home alone. Before I went to bed, I made sure to lock all the doors and windows because this was when Richard Ramirez was terrorizing Southern California. I woke up in the middle of the night because my dog, who was sleeping on the bed with me, started to growl. I looked up to see what he was growling at, and I could see a figure of someone standing in the kitchen staring into my bedroom. I could not make out any features or even clothing. It was just a dark shape, like a shadow person. They didn't move or make any noise, just stood there. I ducked under the, ter the covers in terror, and my dog jumped off the bed and ran out of the room. I couldn't hear anything and eventually fell back asleep. When I woke up in the morning, I double-checked all the doors and windows, and they were all still locked, but the dog was outside on the back porch. Oh, my gosh. Creepy. That is creepy. Those are mine. It's time for the Witty Rapper. Yay, Witty Rapper. I did funny tweets. 
Parenthood kind of feels like you got hit by a car, and as soon as you struggle to get up, someone asks you for a snack. (laughs) (laughs) Took my six-year-old to get his first COVID shot, and afterwards he said, that didn't hurt. I'm sure getting a tattoo will be easy. Oh my god, (laughs) hell yeah. Parenting is having a phone contact list filled with names like Amy slash Bailey's mom. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) I asked my 11-year-old to help me write my vacation away message, and she suggested I'm on vacation, so your email will be deleted. (laughs) That's great. Daughter writes note, you're the worst mom ever, me. It's your with apostrophe, (laughs) R-E. That's right. My daughter told me she packed one of the canteens she found in the basement for overnight camp, and we don't own any canteens, so I checked her bag just to see what she was talking about and pulled out a flask. (laughs) She was almost the edgiest kid in the 10-year-old cabin. (laughs) We were eating dinner, and it was really quiet because we were enjoying our food. My five-year-old, out of nowhere, so I didn't get that promotion. Her comedic timing was perfect. I can't stop laughing. I'm so proud. Hell yeah, that's great. (laughs) My daughter insisted her new preschool teacher's name was Mr. Penis. We (laughs) argued over it until one day we finally saw it in writing. Miss Derpinus. Her name was Miss Derpinus. Derpinus? Derpinus. D-E-R-P-A-N-I-S. So, yeah, Mr. Penis. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'd have to have that changed. (laughs) Yeah, I'd I'd have to go by something else. Just call me Jody. <laughs> I only have one name, like Cher and Madonna. Now. There you go. It's just Jody. <laughs> oh my god, that is hilarious! <laughs> Thrilled to announce that instead of saying "What are you doing?", my two-year-old child goes around asking in a tiny haunting voice what have you done (laughs) that would be really cute i bet (laughs) we opened a bank account for 13 year old he downloaded the app and now every day he sends me invoices to pay him for being alive and for not farting at dinner thanks i hate it I would be cracking up. (laughs) (laughs) My kid not only replaced the toilet paper roll, but put it on facing the right way. My parenting book is out this fall. (laughs) That's great. (laughs) Six-year-old, is there a video of your wedding? Me? No, we didn't want one. Six-year-old, was mom embarrassed? (laughs)
come back. <laughs> Nobody told me parenting would involve hiding 9-volt batteries from my kids so they can't lick them. <laughs> My daughter gave me a tiny leaf as a present three days ago, and now she wants to know where it is. Pray for me. <laughs> I used a period at the end of my sentence in a text, and my 17-year-old asked me if I was mad. Yeah, you've done that. <laughs> Nobody learns to parkour faster than a parent chasing a toddler with a Sharpie. <laughs> Told the kids to say love you to their father on FaceTime. They waved to him and said all the best. <laughs> <laughs> Accidentally used my teen daughter's deodorant and I haven't come out of my room in three days and just finished liking every TikTok video ever made. <laughs> Prayers for my distraught five-year-old whose pet ice cube just melted in his apple juice. Oh, no. <laughs> I told my kids I'm not coming out of the bathroom until they stop fighting. I'm really looking forward to a long nap and some me time. My kiddo came into my room, kissed my forehead, and said, I'm sorry you're fat. How's your morning? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> slap that kid upside their head. It's so mean. Me. Be good for your mom while I'm gone this weekend. Ten-year-old. We'll be just like we are for you. Me. Please don't do that. <laughs> my five-year-old and six-year-old are playing restaurant. My six-year-old's restaurant has a no-baby policy. My five-year-old has five babies and is very angry about this. She's causing a whole scene at the restaurant. The babies are crying. It's crazy. I'm trying my best not to get involved in this. Oh, my God. <laughs> My toddler got a hold of the markers. I caught him. I caught her red-handed, purple-handed too. Seventy-nine <laughs> percent of parenting during summer is asking kids to close the doors. Mm-hmm. Me as a child. Twenty years from now, our cars will fly. My kids today. Mom, the Roomba is stuck under the couch again. <laughs> Me. It's such a great feeling to be so loved by my family. My seven-year-old. Daddy, could you move over? You're sitting in my imaginary dog spot. <laughs> imaginary dog? <laughs> Definitely comes before dad. Yeah. <laughs> Working from home while your kids are home is like trying to read a book at a Metallica concert. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. <laughs> Watching a documentary on ancient Egypt when my five-year-old stops in front of the TV, drops her jaw, and says, They wrote on walls? You're not supposed to write on walls. Do <laughs> you imagine if they didn't, though? <laughs> I know. We wouldn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter told me that she won't be having kids because she feels like she'd end up with one like my son who is trying to lick his elbow right now. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the truth. I'm sure he'll grow out of that. <laughs> my kid has informed me that her new camp has ponies but no unicorns. She wasn't upset. She just wanted to make sure that I understood that I had let her down. Oh. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> 
I choked on some water earlier, and during my coughing fit, my four-year-old asked me to be quiet so he could hear the TV. <laughs> it's safe to say I should start saving for a nursing home now. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> oh, my God. Find me someone more helpless than a parent who is fully clothed with, the, clothed with a kid who refuses to get out of the pool. Oh, God. Some first world problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, normally people don't have that problem. Yeah. <laughs> My kid really doesn't like being called a liar, especially when he's lying. <laughs> At this point in my life, hot mom summer is just when it takes me too long to get the kids buckled into their car seats. <laughs> it's very hot. Yeah. <laughs> Five-year-old was in bed for a while. Then she yelled, Mommy, come here. And I yelled back, Why? Then she yelled, I haven't thought of a reason yet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If you make me go to bed, Mama, I'll kick you in the balls. My five-year-old still figuring out threats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I called off work this morning, but my boss demanded I get out of bed, and now I'm making him another snack, because apparently I cut the first one the wrong way. I think I'm a great dad, but my five-year-old thinks I'm an even better hand towel. Me, I need to clip your toenails. Eight-year-old, big sigh. This was supposed to be a good day. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Before I had kids, I had no idea peeling a banana could make another human so angry. Please send thoughts and prayers for seven-year-old. He was forced to eat a blue popsicle because his brother ate the red one before he could. I only hope we can get through this. <laughs> it's very traumatizing. Yes. Have kids so you can wish they'd leave you alone, and when they're out of the house, you fondly scroll through 8,000 pics of them. <laughs> My six-year-old heard his first five-finger death punch song and said, What in the world is this nonsense? Next, he'll be yelling at the neighborhood kids to get off his lawn. <laughs> does sound like a tiny old man. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> of course my kids are well-mannered because when I tell them things like, Get ready for bed, they politely ask me, Did mommy say that? <laughs> My four-year-old was, was pretending to be a cat before bed, then meowed a few times in his sleep. Now that is commitment to a bit. <laughs> At our house, bedtime seems to be less of a routine and more of a hostage negotiation. <laughs> if I could go back in time, I'd shake my younger self and scream, enjoy every minute, every time I complain about literally anything pre-kids. <laughs> yeah. And this is my last one. Me, do you have any school papers for me to sign? Eight-year-old, yes. Me, where are they? Eight-year-old, at school. Oh, nice. <laughs> and that's all I got. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope you guys had a safe and fun Halloween. Happy Halloween. Um, you can write us in at gmail.com. We need your stories. You can look us up on Facebook, request to join the group, rate, review, and subscribe, and we will talk to you next week. Later. Bye.